SAFM, leading the conversation. The Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Flipping conventional wisdom on its head. On the viewpoint. Oh eight nine one one zero four two zero seven. We still have our guest presented this evening, and of course, you know who she is, Violet Dubesa, who's going to join me in this conversation that I'm now about to have with Mr. Obakeng Molepa, who's in studio with us, and Miss Mr. Stembi Soshoba, who's going to be joining us on the line. But basically, we're focusing on the plight of the poor persons out there, the people who we define as homeless but essentially have homes but for whatever reason they are not in their homes recent media coverage of homeless people has gained focus on them as victims in pretoria at the hands of an unknown murderer in cape town in the face of harsh laws enforcement regime there in durban neglected by an uncaring municipality the list goes on but victimhood is only part of the story homeless 101 is a photo essay that was put together by an inspiring young photographer obakeng molep and a meticulous copywriter tembi soshoba they encounter women and men who despite all they have suffered are not victims rather but agents there are people who are able to transform their lives and transform the lives of others and to tell us more about this project and the initiative that has been undertaken and currently going on homeless 101 mr obakeng molep Hey, how are you guys doing? Not too bad. Fine, thanks. How are okay. you? I'm good. Okay. Thank you for having me. <laughs> tell us about this program. Tell us about this project. Tell us about Homeless 101. Oh, thanks. Uh, well, uh, on my side, I was actually on a holiday. Um, and I was living with a friend of mine. And we decided to work on a project together for the Donius Hurley Center. Um, so, yeah, we decided to work on a project in regard... The reason why we actually decided to work on a project was because of Raymond was trying to create something for Mandela Day. Mm-hmm. So we had to figure out a few people who had amazing stories to tell. And also the direction of it was to try and avoid showing homeless people as victims. So that's the whole idea of it. So we captured a few people and their stories and what they're doing right now. So basically that's kind of the the overall idea of it. Just show, shedding light in, onto homeless people in a very positive way. Instead of the typical victimhood, right. life is terrible right. kind of spotlight. But yeah. It really reminds me of uh, Humans of New- Humans of New York um, and the whole series. Yeah, that, actually, uh, really. Uh, the copywriter yeah. Timbisa yeah, actually yeah, is working yeah. on something similar to that. Mm, so, mm, mm. <laughs> so yeah, it's kind of inspired by it right. in a sense. But yeah, C- can you share a story or two that um, has really resonated with you, or that you feel that should we get a hold um, <laughs> of this copy, that that's something that will really connect with? Because you also mentioned um, in the copy as well that it's all about connecting with the yeah. eyes and um, no. especially with what happening especially in Cape Town being from Cape Town and understanding the economic climate um, and uh, I guess the uh, the narrative um, that's being carried out uh, with uh, homeless people in South Africa so for me the one that actually drove me (laughs) to like I don't know to kind of question my predispositions it was uh, a story by Nozipo Um, well she was in a shelter with her friend and then the police came in and actually kicked them out took all their belongings and actually piled them up mm. and created a whole bonfire out of it <laughs> I think I remember us yeah. profiling Nozipamak was it just before the election yeah 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 so. definitely yeah because they were supposed to vote with the IDs the Denise Hurley yes. Center got them the IDs but then the police kicked them out took their IDs and everything all their belongings and just burned them so that that story for me kind of caught what, fire yeah. what, what captured you what captured you I think I think it's basically what uh, what all the stories have in common is that the same government or the same police that are supposed to be protecting everyone mm. 
as kind of turning on on like the homeless people, mm-hmm. which doesn't make any sense to me, considering the fact that I mean overall we all humans right, so you're supposed right, to be protecting right. each other it doesn't matter if you're homeless or not mm. and obviously with the with the uh, stereotype of homeless people being criminals and all that right, right. there's obviously repercussions and is that the particular uh, truth that you're hoping to bring through this uh, this project mm. um, or what is rather the truth that you're hoping that uh, people will resonate with is it the police brutality is yeah. it um, the the lack of shelters that are there is it the stories um, and being South Africans being Africans yeah. being really good at storytelling what is this truth that well, you're wanting me, to bring through the book for me personally, as a photographer, um, I normally shoot like stories of people. So I'm always telling stories. Like I had an interview recently where I was talking about my series on depression and all that. So I'm constantly telling stories of like an individual. I don't, I don't really think about how it will affect people, but I think about informing people, and that's all that matters to me. And kind of like also pushing people to question their predispositions. You know, like mm. whatever you're doing or whatever you think, uh, whatever position you think that you're in that is perfect, it's actually not. Uh, you can yeah. actually do better. And yeah. we can always do better as a community. Yeah. But yeah, for me, that's kind of the whole idea. It's just to basically kind of get people to question who they are and their predispositions. You know, just to stop thinking about homeless people as these people who are like, criminals and all that and understand that there's still a sense of humanity in that. You know, like Let's talk about the humanity mm. before we bring in Stembiso, who is on the hold. Stembiso, of course, yeah. is the copywriter in the story. Let me just quickly share with the viewers at home a story of Tracy Bolt. Yeah. And I think I will also want to bring in the changing face of homelessness mm. in South Africa yeah. because it's taking on a demographic now, which at least certainly in the predisposition of the political history, yeah, certainly, yeah, no, which wasn't. Yeah. Tracy Bolt, mother's story is not mine. I hate sharing my story because it brings, it brings back old wounds, but I also love it because I get to heal other people with my story. It starts in Durban when I was a young child staying under a bridge with my mother and my three brothers. The social worker sent us children to a lady in Wentworth, but she treated us badly. This made me very violent and tough. I decided to run away. They sent me to a school of industry for girls. I was 13. I used to like it. It felt like a safe home. At 17, I found my mother. I wanted us to have a home, but my mother ran away. I refused to give up. I found my mother again, this time in a rundown building with other homeless people. All this time, she was sick. We didn't know. One day, we went to see her at King Edward Hospital. She was waiting for us. We were talking, 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 and then I asked her why she left us. She started fretting. All I could see was white in her eyes. And just like that, she died without giving me an answer. At 21, I met the most handsome man. We had a baby, but the father of my son was murdered. I came to town to get a job and feed my son. I heard about the Dennis Hurley Center, and I knew this was home. I started volunteering. There was nothing out there for me in the street. I put all my energy in this because this is the family I had now. Mm. I'm the boss lady at the DHC kitchen that's a Dennis Early yeah. Center and I make a mean curry. <laughs> yeah, I won't break my mother's sins for she's, she's amazing, trust me. <laughs> Tell us about she's the story of covering this woman, <laughs> finding her, getting her to speak first of all about oh, the no. truth. Oh no, it was it was it was it was terrible. I remember um walking into the center and Tembisa wasn't there, so I had to walk into the center and talk to her first. And then because of still was the one doing the stories, I would take the photographs and then walk away to give them the space. And I remember at some point I was trying to talk to Stembiso. And they were in the, it's like a little locker room where they keep the cl- uh, the food, like a storage yes. room, yeah. And as I was trying to talk to Stay, I found Tracy crying. So it was a bit of a, like a like a shock. Yeah, it was a bit of a. 
sorry. It was a bit of a of, of a shock, you know, like to also see how emotional the story was. Just getting there and seeing them cry together, you know, as she tells her story. So it it it, it, it was a bit difficult. Mm. It was insane. It was mm. insane, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, now on the line, we do have Ustembi, who is the copywriter, uh, as well as on the program and uh, on the project that uh, is Homelessness 101. Ustembi, so welcome to the conversation. How are you? I'm good, my love. Are you good? I am very, very, very good. <laughs> um, so welcome. Um, and I think... <laughs> Uh, can, can you hear us? Perfect. Yeah, go, I, I, I think, I think, Stemi, so wanting to understand from your perspective as well and having, uh, being the one, you know, getting the conversations out and um, pouring, you know, allowing people to pour into uh, this project yeah. as well, how it's impacted your relationship um, that you have with people who are, um, who are homeless in South Africa. Look, to be honest, it was really, really painful. Mm. It was really painful. And then at the same time, I got a lot of healing from that. Mm. Um, so for me, it just showed me how easy it is to be homeless. It just showed me how people live in the streets. I have friends in the streets. I have people that I, 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 I talk to in the streets. But I never knew the the magnitude of how people become homeless. Mm. And it's as easy as that. Mm. You can be as homeless, like, really quick. You mm. know what I mean? I think that, like, a lot of people don't understand that. You know what I mean? Um, but um, at the same time, I saw how people who are in the streets have the same mindset that I have. People in the streets, they moved from home because they wanted a better life. Right. They moved from home because they wanted to be successful. Mm. I think we all want that. Yeah. All of us. No, absolutely. And I think... You know I think, what I mean? Mm, yeah. mm, no, absolutely. And I think a recent study by um, the National Income uh, Dynamic Study, um, it really yeah. just unpacked where the opportunity is for a better life, um, especially yeah. for the most vulnerable person in South yeah. Africa, which is a black young person yeah. um, under the age especially of... Especially a woman. No, absolutely. Yeah. It's yeah. young black women under the age yeah. of 25. Um, and where the yeah. opportunity is to be able to get um, a, 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 a stand up or some sort of yeah. leverage, leverage um, yeah. to be able to participate in, in the economy. Yeah. And uh, yeah. one of the themes of, of, of this project as well, you've named it um, Homeless 101 moving from despair to dignity how are you hoping um, that this collaboration between um, you and Oba Gang will be able to elevate um, be it the narrative be it perspective um, but essentially help with this transition um, of trying to move from despair to dignity Hang on, before you answer that question, yeah. Tembi, so I just have to manage time now. It's 20.59 and any minute now it will be okay. 21 hours and uh-huh. it'll be the how news much, break. How much, how much time do I have? No, you, you will have time. No, no, no. You'll have time after the news break because I don't want to indignify your response by having to okay. cut it in between because I think it is a very vexing question and especially important in terms of how we ordinary South Africans can then become more receptive yeah. to those persons yeah. who, for yeah. the most part, let's be fair, mm. we tend to shun through our ordinary exchanges with them. It's 20.59. I'm in studio with three 
eminent persons who are doing great work, young people, Viola Tudebese, who's an associate at Impact Amplifier. She is an impact invest, she's in the impact investing space as a technologist, as an innovator, as a media and business development person. Also in studio, Homeless 101, Mr. Obakeng Mulepe, who's a photographer and documenting the stories that we see every single day, but we never pierce beyond what our eyes see, looking at the plight of persons who are not victims, but victors, the homelessness. But now it's 21 hours. It's time for the news with Greg Hose. SAFM, leading the conversation. The Viewpoint, weekdays, 8 to 10 p.m. on SAFM. On the viewpoint. A huge thank you to Greg Hose for bringing us the 9 o'clock news tonight. My name is Violet Tutubese and uh, it is not Songezo on the mic today. I am guest co-hosting with him <laughs> this evening. And uh, before the news, we are continuing our conversation with our guests in studio. We've got uh, the two co-founders of the co-pioneers behind a Homelessness 101, Moving from Despair to Dignity, which uh, is essentially uh, a project um, and it's really a, a, an organization um, that is capturing in, in essay format um, the stories of uh, people living in uh, homeless uh, situations in South Africa. We've got Obakeng Mulibe who is the photographer as well as Tembi Soshoba who is the copywriter. And before the conversation yeah. um, or before we got interrupted uh, so beautifully <laughs> <laughs> um, the question was really a aligned at, uh, you know, capturing these stories, capturing uh, the images uh, of these people and uh, their journeys in terms of how they got into being homeless, how the, the, the stories and how the project is hoping to restore um, the dignity. As, yeah. I, as, as I mentioned, I mean, one of the themes of... Um, Homelessness one on one is moving from despair, despair to, to dignity, dignity yeah. and what we're hoping yeah. to do. So on my side, I would say that uh, the whole idea is to make sure that people start um, asking mm. instead of like assuming yeah. as society would obviously um, yeah. recommend. Um, I would I would I would suggest that people start asking questions instead of just. Uh, going ahead with the societal norm and what people say about homeless people, the crime and all that. Um, the whole idea is that I think also to create a system where homeless people can can see a space or a system where homeless people can can find purpose. Because it's most yeah. of the people who work at a center, mm-hmm. they've been given some sort of purpose, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And I think in a society where everyone looks down on you and whatever you try try and do even if you try and better yourself it's not going to work because we yeah. are humans we constantly seeking meaning and purpose Absolutely. and in a society where you're not allowed to have some sort of what? purpose you're not going to succeed yeah. and i think that's kind of what i want to achieve with my images mm. you know mm. and i know are, i know it's so you want to you you want to get into that um but before you do a quick reminder to uh, still continue the conversation with us on twitter and on social media it's hashtag safm viewpoint at SAFM Radio. You can also call us online on 0891-104207. That's 0891-104207. Please come in. Ask <laughs> questions. So, uh, on my side, I feel like I think um, 
in general, mm-hmm. in general, I want people to kind of understand that people who are homeless are just like us. Yeah. We are yeah. people in general. Mm-hmm. It's people who wanted a better life. And some people moved out of wherever they are. Because chances are, we all feel comfortable wherever we are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when we feel comfortable wherever we are, we have a backup of our parents, we have a backup of all the environment that we're in, mm. but certain people don't have that backup. Yeah, that's but true. But it's people who wanted a better life, mm. and they went there. And then what happened is, they went to Devon, and when they got to Devon, they didn't find a better life. Yeah, life and kind of threw them at a, a curveball. It's, mm. yeah. <laughs> it's not so all of a sudden we turn into criminals. Right, you know, it's like, yeah. right. They, 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 they find a catalyst. So the catalyst in this particular scenario was Dennis Hilly Center. So when Dennis Hilly Center came into play, those people already wanted a better life. Right. Mm. Like, I'm telling you, 90% of people who are in the street, they want a better life. It's not that because they want to be, you know, of nobody clever. People who just want a better life. Absolutely. And then when they got there, most of them, like literally, have children of guys who are from the streets. Yeah. The cutters they have right now is mm. the center. Definitely. And, and I think it's. That's the cutters they have. Right. I, yeah. I think that it's, it's very emotive in terms of what it evokes as well Um, so in in my understanding as well the project is already out Um, can you tell me some of the the reception what's been the reception uh, been has it been the intended one (laughs) that you've been hoping to get Uh, you want to take this one (laughs) let me me take this one people people in general they want to know more they want to know the story more they want to know the guys they want to know who, who's Bungani, who's Unozipo, who's Tracy, mm. who's, you get what I'm saying, who's yeah. James. They want to know who the guys are. So mm. the reception's been really good. Yeah. Right. And that's the conversation they're trying to push in general. Mm. And that's the conversation they're trying to push in general with the benefit of the center. Yeah. Like, come through. I mean, you know on my side, it still kind of shocks me how people, like, get like baffled by this it's mm. just like it's 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 someone's story and i think that's why i enjoy what i do is because of like you bring to light something that already exists right it's right. like the the theory of like you never see what you got until it's gone it's right. like everything has been there the whole time mm. these people have the same stories that you have mm. they try they work something fails it's right. it's not a it's it's not some unicorn uh, mm. situation yeah it's it's something yeah, yeah. that is common Absolutely. something that happens the only thing I would suggest, as I always say, is that you should ask. Take a second right. to have a conversation instead of assuming. Right. And speaking of these touch points as well, I mean, it wasn't only, um, you know, the, the, your subjects that you yeah. captured, um, but you also worked with uh, Raymond, who yeah. is the director at the Dan- at, at, uh, at the Dennis, Dennis Hurley. Yeah, um, so yeah. what was your experience like in working with him? Do you want to take this one or should I start? You can <laughs> take, okay, this I take this one and then he'll close okay, it off. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Uh, well, it, it, okay. it was it was it was great. Mm-hmm. It was great because mm-hmm. I mean, most people. I was laughing about this actually the other day. Is that most people go on holiday and take selfies and pictures on the beach? I went on holiday and worked. 
<laughs> and worked on a good project, which I don't regret. You're I had, I had amazing, yeah. I had yeah. an amazing time. Mm. You know, it, mm. Um, but it was, it it wasn't what I planned it to be, mm-hmm. but I received something especially. But with Raymond, um, talking to Raymond mm. and actually taking on this project, I kind of mm. received something that I didn't expect to receive. Right. I was like, life doesn't give you what you want, but absolutely. it will give you something that you might need. No, absolutely. And it's kind of what I got. You know? mm. it's, so I got mm. what I need from him, basically. Just, just, yeah. a, just yeah. a little bit. Just a little yeah. bit, Timiso, because we're okay. going to have to wrap up in a moment. <laughs> <laughs> so working with Raymond mm. in, in this project, um, so Raymond teaches you what is life mm. he teaches you life through work yeah. you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. so he teaches you what is life through work so what he does right now is working with homeless people mm. and he shows a lot of great deal of care towards homeless people he shows them what it means to have dignity right. he shows them what it means to have self-respect mm. you know mm. what i'm saying absolutely so that's what that's what i've learned from um, from working with Raymond yeah. uh, perfect you know what I mean? yeah, yeah yeah and I think these stories are incredibly powerful incredibly yeah. impactful as well yeah. and uh, for people who would love to you know view the photo essay as well <laughs> and uh, connect with uh, uh, homeless people who are living in South Africa beyond um, yeah. I think just the the immediate touch points that yeah. we have in our everyday lives yeah. how can they get a hold of you how can they view um, and get more information yeah. around the project well um, the the project was actually featured on the Daily Maverick, mm-hmm. um, so they can check out the Daily Maverick Homeless One Hundred One. But overall, um, I think it's not just about the Dennis Hurley Center. It's yeah. it's also just about making sure that you can connect with as many homeless so, people as as possible. You know, right, like right. if you cool. if you go to other centers and all that. But that's the whole idea. So Google a center and NGO that you can help out. Okay. And, and, and go ahead. Just okay. just don't assume and, and learn to help others. And that's it. I, this is a positive right. way to end. Don't this, right? assume. <laughs> don't you assume. Can, Look. You, can, you, can, you can go on Dennis Hurley Center on the um, on Facebook. You can Google. You can check out Dennis Hurley Center. You stay on Facebook, just like the page, and find out what they're happening. They have certain NGO, like certain um, volunteer programs yeah. that you can check out, and then you can follow us over Gang, which is regular OB on Twitter and Facebook, and you can follow me at um, um, Shoba Original on on, um, on Twitter, also on Facebook. Um, and also on Instagram. Excellent. But Thank yeah. you so much, Tembi Soshoba of Homeless 101, together with Mr. Obageng Molebe, also of Homeless Thank you 101, so much for having respectively me. copywriter and photographer. <laughs> Gentlemen, all awesome. the very best for your projects. We're going to take a quick ad break now. It's 21.15 awesome. before you. we are joined in studio by the MEC for Health in Gauteng, Dr. Bandile Masugu, who's going to tell us about the sixth administration for the Gauteng Health Department and some of the challenges and triumphs that the department can look forward to and how, more importantly, how we, the users and consumers, of healthcare in this particular mm. part of the country can better understand what it is that we must know about mm. private health, public health care. Please stay tuned.